Welcome to the first day off of this week, astrologically. <laughs> Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Hope your week has been going well. Boy, have we ever been in it. And we have more tomorrow. We'll hold that for tomorrow. At first, I thought we would talk about Capricorn, but then another question came in about this nodal change that happened yesterday, really last night. So this is the first full day of it. So we're in it now. We answered Mary Susan's question yesterday, and then before the podcast aired yesterday, another similar question came in. And because this nodal axis is this nodal axis, I wanted to drill down on this just a little bit more because I, I kind of think there might be some consternation out there around what this is and what it means because obviously we're talking about Scorpio. So basically here was the same question, but I just want to reiterate, I think a lot of us are thinking this and asking this of ourselves. Will this be the time for us to work on our karma and our self-worth in a heightened way with an alignment? Also, what is it like for those who have the opposite node alignment? And she went on to mention that her son had the opposite, which is what we answered yesterday with Mary Susan. That's what Mary Susan had, the opposite. She's also asking about what about those of us who have South Node Scorpio, North Node Taurus? Or what if your nodes are in Leo and Aquarius and they square this axis? Are you thinking, will I survive? Well, yes. And I was, I'm finishing this book, hopefully in the next few days, for Steve. And then I'll be packing up the van and taking off. But there was a section there that really I think is the reason I wanted to drill down on this just a wee bit more. Because he said, this is not a time to be afraid. It's a time to do work. I mean, see, Steve looks at the chart from the whole perspective of the soul's journey. I mean, even before I knew the name Stephen Forrest, that was what called to me in astrology as well. So when you shift your perspective to thinking about the chart and the alignment in the sky from the journey of your soul, so you have to bring that chart down to your own chart and folks, that's exactly what I put into the 101 course, was to teach you how to do that. Step by step, bit by bit, and then we're having these every other week get-togethers on Discord to support you, to answer your questions, to take a look at your chart in front of everyone else, but to really bring this home for you. It is all about the soul journey. And by the way, on that course, and I'll be mentioning this heavily next week, that the price will go up after New Year's weekend. So if you would like to get in on it, if you've been on the fence, or if you need a last-minute stocking stuffer, consider the Astrology 101 course if somebody you love loves astrology. But I built that thing from an evolutionary perspective, if you want to use that term. I mean, that's the style that Steve practices. It's just what I fell into naturally. I don't necessarily consider myself an evolutionary astrologer, but that's what I do. So, I mean, if the shoe fits, wear it. But I just look at it from the soul path, always have, from day one. So when you think about astrology from that perspective, you are looking at this from the angle of how is all of this above our heads guiding, supporting, or aligning with that soul journey that we agreed to pursue before we incarnated down here. It's our Google map of the soul. 
And yes, for those of you who prefer and enjoy other elements, and look, I've gotten into this horrorary stuff with Robert Glasscock. I'll talk about that after the first of the year, too, because there's an opportunity for you to join that class that starts in late January. But, oh, my goodness, and I am loving it. I've been using it around this RV, the van decision, and a couple of other things, and like where I'm getting ready to travel and what's waiting for me there, and whoa, 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 and it's just amazing to look at these charts. I mean, it is truly amazing. That's a whole other piece. That's a whole different side. has nothing to do with the soul journey except perhaps should I turn right or should I turn left. But the soul-based interpretation of the chart is how did I come in here wired? And then you add all the um, transits and progressions and everything else to say, where am I now? And particularly, what is my alignment with my soul path? And that's something that you have to keep up with on a regular basis. So if you've been on the fence, please get in the course. That's where we'll learn it and teach it. I mean, you could get readings, yes, but give a man a fish and you've fed him for the day. Teach a man to fish and you've fed him for a lifetime. And that's the idea. So now we have a nodal axis that has some history to it. Yes, it does. You can't bring Scorpio to the table that you're at least in the best condition going to deal with some deep stuff. Okay? That's going to happen for the next 18 months for all of us. And actually, let's go ahead and talk about that here for a second. So if you have the nodal axis that's in question, so that's the south node in Scorpio, north node in Taurus, or the other way around, or as I just mentioned, if you have nodes in Leo and Aquarius, if we were weather forecasters in Florida and a hurricane were coming in and you were drawing the map projections of where it might hit, you would say, this particular beach is likely to take the brunt. Well, those signs are the ones that are going to be lit up. Now, does that even mean, let's talk about this for a second, does that even mean that you're going to, are you cruising for problems? Not necessarily, and here's why I say that. Again, a chapter from my own life. When I was living unconsciously, and I was not awake, and I was not doing this work, Saturn passed over basically all of my planets in a five- to seven-year period of transit. And it was absolutely brutal hell because I wasn't awake. By the time Saturn had moved through and cleared all those planets, I was awake. (laughs) Saturn was efficient. (laughs) And now I don't fear Saturn. Now Saturn to me represents structure foundation, doing it right, building it solid. Pluto represents getting rid of something that needs to be gotten rid of, but replacing it with something better. It's about transformation, and I welcome Pluto's role in my life. And now we work together, and it's cooperative. So if you're resisting, if you're not on the path, you probably wouldn't have found this podcast, if you're not allowing the process to unfold in your life, And when things come up, you're holding too tightly, then the universe, or as old Steve says, old Cosmo, will pry your little fingers off of that grip. On the other hand, if you're learning to read your chart, if you know where the energies are for you to focus, see, this is the other part. Is it around money? Is it around the home? Is it around your relationship? Is it around your career? Is it around other people in your life? Is it about removing old contracts, 12th house? That's where you have to figure out and learn, 101 course, where all these particular hotspots are for you. Then you go to work in those areas. And then you look up at the sky and you say, please show me the way. And then there's another little 
interesting piece of this. You watch for the synchronicities because they will guide you. Do you hit a wall? Is there resistance in your path? Bounce off of it. Go another direction. Or is something activated? Is something positive? Is something clicking? Is something moving in a favorable direction? Is it taking baby steps toward, hmm, lean in that direction and see where the universe guides you? So the general map is on the chart. Then with a loose grip, let life guide you along the way through the synchronicities. And if you get to a point where you discern and then follow your intuitive guidance in that kind of way, through the chart, through life's events, holding a loose grip, and then through following your heart, following that intuitive guidance, you will be on your soul path or not very far from right in the middle of the, of the highway. And it's a beautiful place to be. And when you try to get out of the lane a little bit, the universe will bump you back over. And then it's very benefic, not malefic. And then we have nothing to fear. I hope that helps. I truly do. This is going to be an interesting season collectively because the consciousness around us is going to have to deal with some stuff and they're not awake. So that's why we need to be awake and be on our path so that we can help our friends when they meet these challenges and we can be the steady ship through the storm, if there is one. All right. I hope that helps you guys. We didn't get to Capricorn. Capricorns, I love you. And we will. I promise. Just not today. (laughs) And then we got some uh, Pluto stuff, speaking of transformation, tomorrow. So we'll see you back to set Christmas Eve up Stephanie is not going to be here Saturday. She is not feeling well, and we're going to give her some time to get well. She's been pushing hard, too. All right, so we're going to give her Christmas Day off gladly. Thanks so much. We will see you guys tomorrow again. Set up the weekend, and I just send you all kinds of love.